This podcast is brought to you by Orthos Health. So welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad that you are here. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that I really love. I hope that you will too. And the topic is water. I drink a lot of water. I encourage my children to drink a lot of water. And I want to encourage you all to think about how much water you're drinking every day. So I want to talk about this a little bit because I feel as though a lot of us are dehydrated. And actually, I went and looked up the numbers, and depending on where you are getting your sources from, on average, I'm getting that about 50 to 60% of us are chronically dehydrated, and one source I got even went as high as 75% chronically dehydrated. I don't know if that's true, but I would agree that most of us could probably stand to drink more water. Our body is 60% water, so we already are made up of a lot of water, which means that we need to be constantly replacing that water. We want to be moving that water around. Think about what happens to a pond or a swamp. It just kind of sits and everything gets stagnant and icky, right? But think about a river that's constantly moving and that water is circulating. That's what we want in our body. So as I have been raising my children, a lot of times if they say, I've got a headache, my muscles are sore, something like that, um, usually I'll say, oh, you are probably dehydrated. (laughs) And water is sort of my quick fix cure to anything going on. But there is some truth behind that is if we have water moving throughout our system, we are getting rid of toxins and just keeping things clean and moving. So let's talk about some of the benefits of water. So the first, like I just said, it cleans your body. Our kidneys really need it the most because that is going to be what eliminates toxins and waste. We also need it for our muscles. So our muscles are about 75% water. So when they dry out, we can't perform as well. We are not able to run as fast or or jump as high. So athletes, especially, as we know, need to be well hydrated. But for the rest of us as well, we need that water for our muscles. Water also prevents constipation. So when we do get dehydrated, our stools are actually where our body is going to steal water from the most. Water is also good for our brain. So just like our muscles, our brain is about 75% water. You all may have experienced when you aren't getting enough water in your body and you are starting to feel dehydrated, you may start to just feel like you can't think as clearly, that brain fog. Some people, it's it's the dizziness, uh, kind of their equilibrium is off. Anything going on like that is usually because the brain is being affected by the lack of water, the dehydration. And when people get into that brain brain fog, that's a time when a lot of people will just say, oh man, I need a pick-me-up, I need an energy drink, and I'd like to, to challenge you to think about the fact that, you know, a big thing of water, and it doesn't have to be very big, but I mean a 16-ounce bottle of water could really have the same effect on you as drinking a sugary energy drink. So when you're sick, water is really good for you as well. 
It keeps the breathing passages that are inside you from getting dry and plugged with mucus. It can also help if you've got a dry cough. It loosens up all the mucus and gunk and stuff in your lungs, right? So we definitely want that to be filtered out, and water will help with that. And also if we're sick and we have a fever, we may be sweating, which means that we are losing water. So we need to be drinking to replace that. And that's nothing new. You guys have most, mostly heard when somebody is sick to get rest and drink fluids. But again, I'm going to challenge you that if you find yourself in that situation, I know that a lot of people will just automatically think, oh, I need orange juice because I need vitamin C. And I'd like to, to challenge you to think about the fact that water may be a better choice because there is no sugar in the water. So that's something to think about if you are not feeling good. Water is also really good for your skin. Ladies out there, if you're looking at, you know, your wrinkle creams and all that kind of thing, water is the best anti-aging thing on the planet, water and plants, right? And we talk a lot about plants, but water is really, really important as well. Much of the normal water loss in our body is actually due to evaporation from the skin. So just during the day, we are losing water. It's coming out of our skin. Water is also helpful for curbing overeating. So if you're sitting down to a meal and you think that you're likely to eat more than you intend to, having about 8 to 20 ounces of water before you have your meal will help you to feel full, fuller quicker. So that is also something that can be helpful if you're trying to lose weight. And we'll talk more about how water can help you with weight loss here in a minute. But water can also help with flexibility. And I mentioned a minute ago that our muscles are 75% water and we want them to perform well. But think about also our muscles, when they're dehydrated, they get shorter and they get stiffer. And we want them to be long and limber and soft and flexible as well as strong. So that's another thing that water helps with. So sometimes people think, well, I don't really feel, quote, thirsty, and so they may not be drinking. But I want to challenge you guys that by the time you are feeling thirsty, you are already in a state of dehydration. If your mouth is feeling dried out, if you're just having those feelings, then you're past time to drink. So it's best if you can just get your system, and we'll talk about some ideas for getting water in, but whatever your water system is, it's actually best if you can just drink it throughout the day, kind of sip on it throughout the day. It's actually best not to have it with a meal. The reason for that is that it dilutes the digestive juices. So if you're going to have some with a meal, have meal have some to sip on, but don't chug a bunch of it with your meal. So think about for a minute what you are drinking the most of. The most average things that people in America drink would be coffees, sodas, sports drinks, or fruit juices. And these are not, I'm not including any alcoholic beverages right here, but these are just <clears throat> some of the common daily drinks that we're drinking. But I want you to think about the sugar that's in those drinks. So I'm not even going to talk about sports drinks and chemicals and <laughs> the artificial colors and stuff. We're not even going to talk about that one. That's a different episode. 
<clears throat> but I do want to just mention the sugar to you. Coffees, especially those ones that you go to the fancy stores to buy, have on average seven teaspoons of sugar. And if you need a visual, just think of a little stack of sugar cubes. Each sugar cube is about a teaspoon. Sports drinks, about five sugar cubes. Here's one, fruit juices. Remember I told you about we're reaching for that orange juice if we feel like we're feeling sick? There's about six teaspoons in our fruit juices. And obviously, soda has got the most. It's got 11. So that is a lot of sugar in one serving of any drink. So think about the calories that are coming from that, those drinks. And think about the money that you're spending on those drinks when water is pure and water is free. Some of these drinks that we just mentioned will actually steal water from your body. Sodas with caffeine will cause your kidneys to drain a lot of water out, and sugary drinks can cause diarrhea, which steals more water from your intestines. So for some of us, water is a daily part of our life, and it's no big deal. We drink it all the time, and it's not challenging for us to get it in to our diets. But for some, switching from other drinks to water is a really big deal, or even just getting any more water in is a big deal. So I want to give you a couple little tips here to, to try and get it into your body. So one, if you're a parent and you have children who are watching you, one thing that you can do is just go ahead and drink it in front of your children just to model it for them. So just when you pick your kids up from school, let them see you drinking water. When you are dropping them off, let them see you drinking water. And that's a good little place to start because there's some accountability there, even if it's just that your children are watching. If you are the primary grocery shopper for your household, you have some authority there in which you can just stop buying the sugary drinks at the grocery store. And I want you to think through what would that mean to your grocery bill if you cut out fruit juices and sodas and sports drinks, that would be a pretty significant part of your grocery bill, I'm willing to bet. I came to the realization of this several years ago when we would buy some of the other drinks, and I noticed that we drank them like in the first day or two, and then we, were, we ran out, and so we just drank water the rest of the time, and I kind of had the thought of, well, if we're just going to like run out of this and not drink it, then what if I just don't even spend the money on it and have it out of the house all that much sooner. So like I knew that that was something we could do because that's what we did when we ran out of all the sugary stuff. So maybe that could be helpful. Another thing to do is get a fun water bottle. Get a bottle that you love. And if you have children, let them pick out their own special water bottles. I like to find ones that are um, insulated that'll keep my water cool. And that doesn't have to be your choice. But it is fun if you have something that you really like. If you can find one that has a straw in it, there's research out there saying that people drink more when they drink through a straw. So that's interesting. So if you can find your own special water bottle and it has a straw, then that will be a, an easier way to get it into your body. Not to mention, it would be better for your body and for the environment than going through a bunch of plastic water bottles. And that's something that, you know, we've tried to be really mindful of in our family because the same thing happens. What if we go buy a bunch of plastic water bottles and we use them all up? Then what are we going to do? We're just going to fill our bottles up with water anyway. So we may as well just cut out that step and 
better for the planet. And also don't forget that the plastic bottles, the toxins from those plastics are going to soak through and they're going to get into your clean filtered water that you have just bought. So we're really better off getting a, um, a water filtration system. It doesn't have to be expensive. There's several that you can, you know, Brita's um, that you can get from Walmart or Target and just refill your bottles. And if it's just really hard for you to transition from sugary drinks to water, see what happens if you can start by diluting your drinks with water, especially if it's a fruit juice go to half and half and then, you know, have your ratios get to where the juice is a smaller percentage and the water is a higher percentage. And then maybe eventually you have a water bottle and you're just putting some fruit in there, you know, some strawberries or lemon slices or lime or orange, cucumber, whatever you like, if that makes it a little bit more fun. Okay. And one more thing is to train your brain while you're drinking it. So as you are drinking your water, go ahead and start telling yourself, the thoughts of, wow, this is really good for me. This is hydrating me. This is keeping my skin young and healthy and keeping it from wrinkling right now. This is filtering out the toxins that are in my body right now. It sounds kind of silly, but your brain will pick up on that and then it craves you to continue to do that because it's associating that with something that's making you feel good about what you're doing. How much should we be drinking? So for children, it's about one ounce per pound. So if you have a 40-pound child, 40 ounces of water is great. A 60-pound child, 60 ounces of water. For adults, it's going to be that same rule, but half an ounce per pound. And you guys have probably heard this before. Take your weight, cut it in half. That's about how much water you should be drinking. This has been kind of the standard for a while. I would just challenge you to make sure that when you pee, that it is mostly clear. Not completely, but you're looking for like one of those little yellow post-it notes, something like that. So just drink until you um, are experiencing that. So again, we lose water through our skin during the day, but we also lose a lot of water, about eight to 10 ounces at night while we're sleeping. And a lot of people don't think about that because they think that they weren't active at night. But yet, remember when we're sleeping, that's when our body is rejuvenating and repairing itself. And it's trying to get out toxins. A lot of that is coming out through our skin. So I would like to challenge you guys to do what I do every morning when I very first wake up. I drink about 20 to 25 ounces in the morning before I drink anything else. But if that is too much for you, that's fine. Could you just do eight, maybe even six, just a little bit? <laughs> eight would probably be good. That's pretty close to what you're losing during the night. But that's just going to replace what you lost. And it's going to clear out the extra lingering toxins that we went out. It's going to get everything moving in your body for the day. It's actually going to give you a big burst of energy. Like we talked about earlier, when we hit that, that lull in our day that we want an energy drink. And I said, if you just, if we replace that with water, that could do the trick for us. So some people are listening to this right now and thinking, you're crazy. I need, I need the coffee. Maybe. Fine. See what happens if you drink the water first though. Just try it out. Especially if you're going to drink a coffee first, I would think twice about doing that because the coffee the coffee has caffeine in it, 
and that is going to further dehydrate you after you have just lost water sleeping. Here's something else interesting. I think I told you that water can help you to curb how much you eat by drinking it before. But listen to this. Increasing your water can also increase your metabolic rate. So drinking an extra 60 ounces a day can increase your metabolic rate by as much as 30%. So that's pretty interesting. So you hear people tell you while you're going on diets and things like that to try and drink water. Well, that is actually going to help you with your weight loss if that's something that you're trying to do. So again, it's helping with energy, weight control, gut health. It's helping every single organ inside your body. So I would love to see you guys evaluate how much you're drinking now. Maybe track it for a week. See what you come up with. See what you drink on average. How many ounces is that? Is it 50? Is it only 10? Ugh. Is it about 75? That would be great. And remember, if you are working out a lot, add a little bit more. If it's really, really hot outside, add a little bit more. If you drank alcohol the night before, you'll need to add a little bit more because you've depleted yourself of that. If you are a big caffeine drinker, then you'll need to add a little bit more because the caffeine is going to be depleting your water. So track it for a week or two, see what number you're at, and then see if you can make one small little change to increase that number. Even if it's just by an extra glass a day, I think that it will really make a difference in your body and in your energy level. When I'm asked about food and diet, nutrition, my go-to, you guys, is Plants and water, plants and water. That is the, the basic, the foundational of what I believe is best for everybody's diet. The, the other stuff from there can be ne negotiables, but plants and water are the foundation. So I hope that you guys got something out of this. I hope that it has been interesting to you and I hope that it's challenged you to kind of evaluate where you are in your water drinking. And I hope that you guys have a fantastic week. I can't wait to see you back here again. And I hope that you are able to leave your day today healthier than yesterday. I'll see you next time. This podcast was brought to you by Orthos Health. For more information, visit orthoshealth.com.